0: think it's Saturday and here we are, ready to amuse you with what's going on in life if you don't already know, but we'll give you our slant on it. This week, (laughs) I decided on something that might look silly to you, but the uh, subtitle for what we're looking at is Traffic Lights versus Wide Open Intersections sounds a little like what the hell is that all about but in society once we had more than a few thousand people in a town and they started running into each other because they weren't cognizant that there were other people on the same road somebody brilliantly came up with traffic lights and parking spaces and curbs whether you understand it or not those are rules those are laws those are things that help guide us and mean that we don't have conflict all the time. It's your turn to go or my turn to go. You know, that's what civil society is about. Of course, you don't have civil society. You have somebody standing in the middle with their club and hitting you on the head or charging you money to cross the street. So when it gets down to the basics, the point is when you keep hearing rule of law and the rest of it, all we're saying is, Society is it built up? We put some rules out there, not that we're going to jail you immediately, but there are basic rules that we follow every day. These rules allow us to park or whatever, you know we may put a meter on it so we collect for the cost of keeping the streets clean or whatever. Everything is a cost. we the people pay the cost of everything, as I keep telling you all I'm trying to do is make you understand that that's an absolute. And that the people who are up there running things are taking our money and doing what they want with it. Because we don't vote often enough. I'm proud that people came out this election and voted. Uh, I'm going to do you a favor and switch you over. Because we have my alter ego with me today. So we might as well take advantage of the lovely voice and put her out there. Uh, That doesn't mean I'm putting her out there, but here we go, folks.
1: Applause, applause, applause. Before I start with the agenda item, I want to bring up two things. The one thing where the uh, hosts mentioned uh, we're happy that a lot of people went out to vote. I want to put some things into perspective just so people get it. The population of the U.S. is three hundred and twenty-eight. Point two million people. Of course, the um, census hasn't been counted yet, so we might have gone a little bit higher. I don't know. Of that, we have 74.1 million children under the age of 18. You deduct that from the uh, 328, you really have 254 million people that supposedly can vote add some illegals in there that can't vote, people who have green cards that can't vote. And when you look at the overall turnout for this election, which was 154 million people, 80 million for Biden, 74 for Trump, we had a little bit over 61% of the voting population, and it could be higher if you start backing out all these other numbers that we generally don't do. We look at the total and we say, wow, 328 million people in the country and only 150 million voted. But 74 million cannot vote in a federal election because they're under the age of 18. So disregard that. What you have to do is you got a plan to make sure that those that are coming of age at some point are eligible to vote. That's number one. Number two, I want everyone to read the Huffington Post article that came out on the 15th of January, and it talks about the thousands of textbooks from kindergarten to 12 and college that uh, are echoing Trump's talking point. I think I mentioned way back in September that I was a little bit appalled when I was doing virtual training with my nephew um in West Palm Beach, Florida, just so you know. And the things that they were talking about with young children. I mean, these are kids that are 6 and 7 years old. Civics really was how Trump controlled everything. The Congress didn't mean anything. He made all the laws. So you've got 2700 Christian schools around the US that the textbooks that they've put out denounces not only President Obama, but Democrats, we're all bad, we're destroying the country, we have no moral values, all these other things. And I find Christians to be quite intriguing because a whole lot of them in the West, in in the South, have a lot of gay and lesbian children, husbands, girlfriends, but they put the Bible in front of them and make it look like they're all all purists. Catholic Church, you know, you are pedophiles. A lot of times you're going after boys, uh, you're raping them. So I don't get this idea that these textbooks are really spreading hate, and I'll talk a little bit more about that afterwards, but I just wanted to bring those two things up. Please read the article. You remember when Trump came into power, one of the things that Texas and other states were doing (coughs) was changing the textbooks because they didn't want to talk about the Civil War. They didn't want to mention that they lost. They didn't want to talk about blacks having issues with the way they were treated because obviously blacks like nothing better to do than pick cotton, dance for the master, and all this other nonsense idea. In three years, this man has managed with the christian right christian right to poison (laughs) the minds of children and make it look like they're holier than thou it's a very big concern and when you read the article you'll also see that they talk about uh uh trump being the messiah impossible people and i'm gonna just say this because i'm a jew right and when you read even your christian bibles whether you want to call it whatever you want to call it old testament new testament abraham isaac jacob david all these guys are from the line of jews the messiah that they speak of is a jew not donald trump as you may think and it's very Interesting that they're making him and using God as this man has been brought here to terrorize us, obviously because if you truly believe in God, if you truly believe in God, you cannot possibly believe that this man is somebody that he would send, especially for Christians who idolize Jesus and Jesus didn't do any of these things. So there is a conflict here. Make sure you are aware of what they're teaching your children in their textbooks please pay attention and read it so that you could at least have a conversation with your kids and give them a different perspective. They should be open to everything, but this kind of stuff is very, very scary. So I just want to mention that. So before I start with my agenda, I'll put it back to the hose for a couple of minutes and then I'll start speaking about the things that I want to talk about.
0: It's nice to have an alter ego that's generous and gives you a couple of minutes to speak. That's why we don't have her air every week, so I get more in. No, anyway, uh, in all seriousness, good morning to Lisa and anybody else who's listening. I'm sure we'll hear from you, but uh, you can sign in and say hi if you want. You don't have to make a comment, whatever. Let me just say that uh, I'm Jewish, of course. I grew up that way. I went to Hebrew school when I went to public school separately, uh, back then they wanted to make sure you got your religious education but the one thing i always learned about my country from reading about it in public school before people started to screw around with the textbooks okay because our country was founded on the principle of freedom of religion freedom of religion was never the concept of freedom of religion as long as this religion sets the tone for everybody else So if we had two people who actually followed something, but that's their religion they don't bother anybody else, and that is what they follow, that's the beauty of our country. That's why this country is so great. When we start to screw around with it, and believe me, it's happened before. We've had governments, and we could easily point to them, where they start to play with the textbooks and start to give you a structure toward one group. ain't gonna happen people will hate it you'll have a revolution people die it'll get ugly so if you can't enjoy enjoying your own religion because everybody deserves to worship god the way they feel like you know i have no problem pagans want to sacrifice a frog to their god that's fine with me i don't have a problem but We've dealt with polygamy and other things that were under certain groups and how we blended them into our country. We do not discriminate against any religion. We're not talking about the idiot who's leaving the White House because he put his marker down at the beginning that he didn't like certain people. They weren't right. Anyway, we have to understand what built this country was the concept of freedom. And freedom of religion was one of the biggies. So when you hear any of this, and we can go back to where the Messiah started, again, the New Testament comes off the Old Testament. So, you know, they adapt things, but they'd like you to forget certain things that don't fit them right now. Again, I I allow everybody to pray in any direction they want, as long as they don't impose it on everybody else. And I've said that to all my friends, black, white, pink, gay, otherwise, from when I was young. I will defend your right to your freedoms the same as I have. Do not ask me to certify to your lifestyle. I don't ask you to certify mine, as long as it doesn't impose restrictions on yours or anybody else's. Big opening. Let me go back to the old ego. She'll be a little nicer about everything, but uh, good to hear from Big D.
1: <laughs> so back to the agenda items. I want to talk about Mick Mulvaney. I don't know if anybody saw the Meet the Press. He was on there. He was the ex-White House chief of staff. Got to put his face up because we got to call all these guys that deserve to be put in jail. What happened at the Capitol on the 6th of January is a job from the very top and leading the masses from the very bottom to do the work. You had teachers, you had attorneys, you have our House of Representatives, you have senators, you have the CIA, FBI, everybody involved in this insurrection, which has happened before, but over 100 plus years, And they never really breached the white house. They never really breached the uh, congressional building. It was really kept outside and that was during the civil war. So I want everybody to put this in perspective that no matter what your beliefs are, these idiots, these traitors, these dictators, what they did is something that we need to worry about. Now, Myself and the host for over two years have been talking about this and discussing this with this audience and others. And sometimes people don't want to pay attention. They don't want to go read. They don't want to understand what's going around them. They want to make excuses for the behavior of individuals. It is very interesting to me that we are willing to forgive the so-called educated, intelligent, well-to-do people for everything they do. That's hurting us. But a person who may steal a piece of bread, who may do whatever the case might be trying to survive, or maybe they just stole it. We want them to go to prison forever and a day and hang them, shoot them, do whatever. And I'm not talking about criminals that actually murder a person or rape a person. I'm talking somebody who gets caught because they are smoking uh, a weed or, or doing whatever. So I think that we have to have a mindset change, not just in this country, but around the world. The last time I was here, I asked the question, why is it that people feel compelled to follow these wealthy people, put them in power, and allow them to get and do everything that they want to do? as if we, the people, don't feel confident enough that we, the people, know what needs to be done, what our needs are. We follow their lies. We follow their things that they say, and we never even check it. Most people don't even bother to check it, and that's very dangerous. This man here had the nerve to talk about the wonderfulness of what President Trump did. I have no clue what he did. He came into an economy that was already saved by the previous president. A fantastic stock market, even though most people are not in the stock market. It's really mostly these wealthy people. And you know, if you haven't happened to have a, a a pension at a company that you work at or a 401k and you contribute, they manage it for you individually. You don't have a clue what the hell is going on, right? So it doesn't impact the majority of people. But we celebrate and we go bonkers while we are being evicted from our homes. So what has he done? He put tariffs in that makes food. If you go to the grocery store, and I don't care if you're a Trump supporter, stop lying to yourself, please. I know you have got to see that the price of food is higher. I know you have got to understand that if you own a farm, or any of these things, if it wasn't for the wealthier money that he's giving you, you are not surviving because you have lost a lot of contracts from overseas, especially if it's China and other areas. Some of the things that they used to buy, they're not buying anymore. So what do you do with this? You, you, I mean, you're fighting because you believe he won the election because he told you? He lost the election in 2016, but you didn't see the Democrats go out there and demand recounts, which they should have done it because he did have help, because they did rig it, because they did take away people's right to vote, because they took people off the voting rolls. They did a lot of things, and they did it again this time around with stopping the mail, slowing it down, taking away uh, uh, boxes that you could drop off your, you know, absentee ballots, the crap that these guys did. And because they did that is because they feel they want it because they know they never did it right. But guess what? People, the pandemic has helped Trump in a lot of ways, but it also helped democracy in a lot of ways because people had options of how to vote, whether by mail dropping it off early, going on election day, whatever the case might be. And as a matter of fact, you have to start thinking about this. They don't even have a gripe about anything. When they elected Trump, they didn't have a gripe about nothing. It was never about jobs. It was never about having medical coverage. It was only about their guns, number one, their so-called second amendment rights, Number two, and so-called religion. And religion is only white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant religion. That's it. No more, no less. I know that the host talked about the country was founded on freedom of of religion. That's right. That's what's written in the Constitution. But it was not freedom of religion for everybody. Because they didn't even want a Catholic president to be elected. Everybody was... I mean, so against it because he was Catholic. So if you have freedom of religion, it shouldn't matter who the hell gets in there as long as people vote for him. So I just want you to put in perspective, we have a country that looks at religion, not by what is written in the constitution, but what a group of people coming from Europe believe, and they believe that they're the only ones that are right. So please keep that in mind.
0: Let me just say a couple of things. Uh, Because we have a free country, and it's been settled by people who came here because they felt that they had more opportunity, and as we got into the more modern age and people could see what was going on, they knew what they were coming into, they could read enough about the country. I hate to say this. I don't mean it in a bad way. But the biggest freedom we have here in America... And it's happened throughout the ages, and I can point out a few great ones I read about. If you do not like the way the country is run, you don't have to throw it over. You can just pick your butt up, pack your bag, and pick a place on the world. Find some place that will let you in. We've had anybody from a former Google head who just is buying and becoming a citizen of Cyprus... Because they feel that's where they want to take their billions and be safer. To in the 40s, during World War II, I read a great article about a Jewish, I think he was an attorney, who left the United States, went to China. And of all things, I think he opened up a bagel shop in China. And he's lived there or died there since and raised his family or whatever. The beauty of our country is you are free to leave it. Don't destroy it, don't set it on fire, sell what you've got, pack your bag, go to any country you think you're going to be happier in. I will not stop you. I will even wave you goodbye at the airport or the boat. But do not screw up the country because you're not happy. We don't promise you happy. Happy is something that we each, as an individual, I don't care what religion, what group, what color, anything else. Happy is something that humanity has always strived for, except for sadomasochists who want to do nasty things. That's all that makes them happy. But they're still looking for their kind of happy. So we are free to leave if we don't like it. Think about that. You don't have to burn your house down or the block you live on. We will all help you carry your bag to the train. So... We can go on. Mick Mulvaney actually was given a job originally to take, get rid of the special board that was overseeing the banks who screwed up the last grand recession, as we called it. So Trump put him in there to take all the teeth out of that law. Then he put him in some other... He's just used him as a good accolade who'll do what he wants because he felt he was serving the master. Not serving the country... We finally have, I hate to say it, Joe Biden is like any other guy on the planet. He's a working guy who's lived through a lot of crap, dealt with a lot of garbage. Will he be perfect? No, none of us are. But I expect what he's doing. He wants to put a stamp on the country he has served for about five decades already. And he wants to straighten it out. Remember, Trump walked in and declared that he inherited a mess. Did you see a mess? Did you have any problems when he walked in? Did he describe the mess? He just said, it's a mess. One of the words Trump used all the time and still does, everybody says, or someone told me, when we find that elusive someone, you'll find it's Trump in the mirror talking to himself. Period. No one tells him because he doesn't listen to anyone. So anytime you hear him say somebody or I read or I heard, it's him talking to himself, trying to impress us. And when you get people who go in our government now, people who've worked in it, because Biden's put together a team of people who aren't new to the government. When you hear the stories coming out, they're not making it up to tar this guy. He changed things to put more money in his pocket. It's that simple, that simple. He's a con artist and a crook. So I want to talk about
1: the 74 million that have voted for Trump, 80 million for Biden. But before I do that, Lisa Sarniak, Republican Senator Peter Lucido, he has sexually harassed three women over the last 18 months. He has a history of it. Of course, he loves Trump because Trump is also one of those guys that take young girls and do whatever the hell he wants. His face is all over the internet and even on a video of the Lincoln Project. He went on to become the prosecutor of Macomb County, Michigan. The prosecutor of my county is a sexual predator, and it scares me. Yes, Lisa, I think what scares me the most is the women and the men that have surrounded Donald Trump equally as evil, corrupt, disgusting, liars, abusers. And you would think that women would be more sympathetic So it is amazing to me when I have seen all the women surrounding Trump in his cabinet and at every place that they have put them, they have been as nasty or nastier than the men and support this kind of behavior. They're happy with it. I guess some of them probably do harass women and sexually uh, children, boys and girls. And uh, this is what they do with their Bible in their hands, by the way, talking about how they've got family values. They have none. So let's talk about the 74 million. What's next? This coup that they attempted failed this first time, but it doesn't mean it will fail the second time. And we always have to go back to history. I always talk about history on this show. November of 1923, Germany, Hitler and his right-wing members, and the Nazi party attempted to take over what they called Beer Hall Polish. And when they tried to do it, they stormed it, they did quite a lot of damage, some people were injured, and Hitler was arrested. His trial lasted 20-something days But like what Trump does, because Trump has studied Hitler, and this is why he's decided he will accelerate everything that Hitler did, took longer to do. In his trial, the judge, the prosecutor, they allowed him to spew the crap that you hear the Republican party every single day, say on TV, and nobody stops him. People like these types of people, you gotta punch them down and bury them. You can't allow them to continue spewing crap because you're afraid. And a lot of people were afraid. So he went, he went into jail for one year, wrote his book, Everybody Should Read, Mind Calm. My dream. You have to read it. Why? Because he laid out exactly what he was going to do the second time around. And he accomplished it. He did it. He buried Germany, he buried it in war, he killed a lot of children. All of the German women, just like the women here in America, were in awe of Hitler. They turned their own husbands in. The kids were turned so that they could turn their parents in whenever they didn't agree with Hitler, just like these religious schools are doing with their textbooks. Pay attention, pay attention. So we have got to be careful. We cannot sit here and be happy and celebratory about Biden's win because these 74 million people are going nowhere. Trump is probably going to leave the country to avoid being prosecuted. Maybe Russia, Brazil, wherever the hell he's going. But I will tell you, just because somebody is outside the country, they don't doesn't mean they can't mobilize people. Look at what the mafia doesn't jail. They can still order people to be killed. People can still do things even though they're not among us where you can see them.
0: Ayatollah Khomeini was in France, living there, putting out his tapes back then before the internet and the rest of it. And that's how he did the things that changed what life was like in Iran and the rest of it. Till he came back and they found out they had a guy who made them pay to even leave their house if you wanted to, because he suddenly put this fist of authority, of religion, that overcame them, a country that is very well educated. They let this idiot come back in and rule their lives.
1: But let's remember, because I am not the proponent of this is not who we are in America. This is how we are in America. Let's not gloss over and make the history of America pretty. It hasn't been. When you talk about Iran, the Shah of Iran was installed by the American government. And he killed a lot of people, stole a lot of money, and America turned a blind eye because we were getting what we wanted. When the people began their unrest, instead of trying to make changes and keep a democratic society, this country froze his asses and left his ass out there. And the Shah of Iran came back in. And because of the, the injustices, I'm sorry, the Ayatollah came back into Iran. And because of the injustices that this country allowed and we paid for, because I'm going to be honest with you, this country doesn't care about brown and white people and, democ- and, 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 and any other color people unless they're white and democracy. They go into people's country I grew up having American guns pointed at me and my family where we lived in our own country. And I am pretty sure no American would tolerate some foreign power coming in here pointing guns at you. But be careful with Russia because that is exactly what might happen. So what I'm saying here is you gotta be careful about the policies that are instituted abroad and here that really hurts not only people in those, cult- in those countries and their culture, but it hurts us also because we are spousing one thing, but we're doing something else. So I just want people to be aware of that. The other topic I wanna to talk about, again, leading to the 74 million, what's next? Democracy at a brink. Democrats, liberals, independent, You have got to start, all of us, all of us have got to start winning state governorships and the legislatures in each and every state. That's what we need to do. You cannot just go out and vote for a president. You need to change what's happening at your state. Even when you have Democratic governors, you have an entire Republican legislature hampering them from doing what they need to do for the state as a whole. Because the Republican party is only about the following things. Money, corruption, wealthy people, corporations, all this other stuff, social things that we need to live, that we are paying our taxes for, they try to destroy it. And when you read history and realize your grandparents, your parents, maybe your husband, your wife on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the benefits for the elderly, benefits for people who are handicapped. These are all democratic laws and policies that were put in place for the good of the damn country, not for just a group of people. So if all those things go away, what do you think would happen in America? You'll actually see Poverty in its true sense, because right now, with all of these things that kind of help people and give us an opportunity, you don't see what goes on in India and other countries. You don't see millions of people outside begging in the street. You don't see that.
0: So you've got to be very careful with what's going on. Whether you read about a Rosa Parks or a Mahatma Gandhi, and there are many more people I could name, both of them, Simple citizens of their country who understood the principle that I've been teaching to everybody and trying to get them, I know you understand the principle, but I'm trying to get it across of the power we have to be free and actually determine what happens. Because whether we're rich or poor, we all own one share of our country. You could be Bill Gates, you could be Warren Buffett, you could be Alan Epstein. We all own one share of the country. So when Mahatma Gandhi or Rosa Parks said, you're treating me wrong or you're treating my people wrong in the case of Gandhi, and it was England at the time mainly that he was dealing with, what they said was, if the people will follow me and just follow my example. Rosa said, don't get on the bus. The Birmingham bus company almost went broke. That's why they capitulated. Did they like her any better? Did they like her color any better? No. The green mattered to them. Those rich people, their assets were suddenly worthless. Mahatma Gandhi said, if everybody's going to sit there and not do what you allow us, but sit there and say, till you let us do what we think we should. So again, a movement does not have to be violent. A movement is recognition of what's fair. And we've had it here where you had not one of my favorite people, but Jesse Jackson was not wrong when he talked about the Rainbow Coalition. He said, he was saying, we're a diverse country. If we all get together and cooperate with one another, we have more power than the people who tell us, you will eat this, you will pay for that. I don't want to overthrow my government. I love my country. I have served it, and I continue to serve it. That's why I started this, because I want all of my country folks to understand what a beautiful country and how we can correct it, simply by saying, I'm not going to buy in your store. If I can't have a car, okay, I'll ride a bike. You can go out of business if you won't treat us right, period. Period, period. Absolutely. That's what I'm writing. I'm working on a book, but it may not be a book when I'm done. I've thought about it. Because I want to get this point across. I love my country. I want to make sure we all understand the freedom we have. And as I've said before, my own version of this thing, people keep thinking I brought it from some other book. Freedom is a double-edged sword. To have it, you must give it. So you're not free unless everybody else is free.
1: I want to point out to the audience a couple of things as I go on to my next topic. You will notice that there are two hats on the table. One is make it happen. It's always a topic that we talk about here. And the other one is the AE equals MC square hat, which we all wear. And it's for sale. We'll certainly post pictures of the hat so that you can take a look at it and if you're interested in ordering it and making sure you, you know, wear it and also advertise so that people know that they can come in and they can take a look at the listen to our podcast. It would be wonderful. We're also working on the book as I had mentioned 2 weeks ago. So as soon as the book is ready or at least, you know, a draft of it, um we'll certainly share that with you so you understand that we're serious about educating people, we have our own beliefs about things, but a lot of things that we talk about here on the show, is always based on history, based on a a fact, something we have seen Um, because like with uh, Mick Mulvaney, you know, I I, I watched him. I watched a man defend the behavior of Trump and all these rioters. It was really sickening to watch. So I wanna talk about Warnock and yes, Thank you. We won those two Senate seats. But by the way, people, Warnock is only there until 2022. He has a year and a half to make things happen along with his colleagues. I caution all Democrats, you better get together and really work on an agenda together and stop splintering yourselves or you're going to really let these criminals come back in two years and four years, and it's gonna be really bad for our country. There's a lot of things that need to be done, and they're gonna get it done. They should be supporting Biden's agenda, working through that. And one of the things that better happen is investigations. We need to get rid of those 147 Republican House members who were part of this insurrection and actually helped these people and those 13 or 14 senators in the Senate that were also part of it, and we need to impeach Trump and convict him and keep him from ever running for office again.
0: Let me just say that when we had that grand recession as they ended up labeling it, at the end of George Bush Jr.'s administration, because of various things that happened without getting into the nitty gritty, The economy went into free fall. Jobs were disappearing. So you had an economy to deal with, people out of work, straighten it out, push some stimulus here or there. This is different. We have a man who's been there before and worked on it, Joe Biden, and other people who worked with things that we're dealing with. But we have a true invasion of a virus that's here. We have to deal with that. And again, Mel B, one of our people, I like what she sent me and the rest of it. We've got to, people who can get inoculated, they need to get vaccinated. We need to get enough people so it can't keep spreading. If you have certain issues or you want to be cautious, wait to the end till we get a little more stuff. There are a lot of people who can wait, but there are tens of millions who can get inoculated. That's how we're going to stop it. Same time, part of what Biden has put out to do that will put some people back to work. We're going to get people working. We're going to work on things that we need done in this country. And we're going to start making things in this country so that our money isn't being dragged out by people who want more dollars in their pocket rather than keeping our economy stable and people earning enough. It's gonna be a big change, we've gotta work with it, but it's worth it, it's our country.
1: And let me just remind people, voters, citizens, whatever you are, please stop complaining about jobs going away and all these other things when you yourselves will not even support small businesses in your neighborhood. If a Walmart gets built, you run to the Walmart. You won't go to the local store. You suddenly abandon it. Where the hell do you think all these things come from? The very same countries that you are upset about. Well, who made that happen? The CEOs of the country of these companies and the politicians who allow them to take their stuff overseas. They don't even have to pay taxes. They don't have to pay us back for all the money the government has given them in tax breaks to build their building in not paying impact fees and all these other things that the states do. You are the ones that could make it stop. Just like Rosa Parks did. You want to hurt and you want to make changes. Stop buying from the companies that support these politicians. The company I work for 90% of their money goes to the Republican party all over the country. So they're supporting policies of insurrection. They're supporting, supporting policies of lies. They're supporting policies of people keeping their foot on your neck. You want to understand what the companies that you purchase stuff from, what they are doing, just go up on the internet and look up their financial reporting that they have to do. Read it. It's there. You don't have to second guess. You don't have to believe me. You can just read it for yourselves. It's right
0: there, open for you. And in a month or two, as we get past the insurrection, it isn't over yet because Trump doesn't go away easily. In a few months, I'm going to talk about things that we need to change that we can through our government because it's our money, as I pointed out. That's what's in the Treasury. That's what's being spent. That's what's being removed. We can make sure that companies aren't, oh, we're going to lower their tax, we're going to lower it. As I've said, companies don't pay taxes because we pay it when we buy their goods or services. So if we are paying the total bill, we can have a little more control on where our money goes and how it's used, not to go in somebody's pocket to take it offshore, own more of the country, and the rest of us have to figure out how to live. I want our freedom to be freer, period. That's what I'm all about.
1: So I want to bring up Senator Pat Toomey's face. Let's bring up his face. Another one who uh, continues the lies, the insurrection, uh, way there, thinks the Democrats made a radical decision uh, by picking Biden, too many (laughs) non-whites in the party. It's hilarious. How far these guys will go, how disgusting they are. These are your wonderful Southerners and your Midwestern people who still believe that they won the Civil War. The biggest mistake the North made was make make concessions to the South, especially when it came to how the country was going to be ran. Biggest mistake. We're paying for that now because they have never really integrated themselves. They've been planning to take over and overthrow the government for years, Alito, who's a Supreme court justice. When Trump got elected, the first thing that man said publicly, why would you say these things? I'm ready for the revolution. You've got a Supreme court justice trying to undermine our country people. You got to read what's going on in our courts. You got to look at some of the bills or bills that are not being brought to the Senate or the house, you've got to read it, pay attention, look at the hearings, understand some of this stuff yourself. Don't get on Fox News and listen to these liars who are telling you that the pandemic was fake while they're wearing masks in their houses. Don't you think for one minute, if it's fake, why do they have masks on? Because they know better. These are millionaires, they got tons of money, they don't care about
0: you. And when you see Biden in, you're going to see another big change that people don't hear about that much. The monoclonal antibodies that saved Trump's ass when he caught COVID, which he doesn't talk about. If he did. He wanted you to know that he's just so strong. And that also helped Chris Christie, who understood that he was treated to something that everybody couldn't get. Those are going to be made available because in the right situation, they save lives and. And they make sense so you're going to see a lot of changes pay attention to what's going on don't expect it to be over in a day or two the hundred days that biden's talking about if we all follow it we'll make a big dent in reversing what's going on this is a big issue and a lot of problems that we have to straighten out but it's our country our lives
1: continuing with the insurrection blue lives matter I find this kind of interesting. Uh, Definitely have no respect left for them. Uh, This was founded in New York in 2014 by Christopher Brinkley, Joseph Imperatriz, we're gonna put their pictures up, and Carlos Delgado. And they formed it because, oh my God, you know, when a black person protests about some killing that you did where you shot somebody in the back multiple times, Uh, you don't like the fact that people are calling the the police out on some of the things that they're doing. Let me just say this. I believe in law enforcement. However, I don't trust any of them now because of Donald Trump, not the CIA, FBI, DOJ. I do not even trust the local police. None of that now because of what they've done. But what I found interesting is these rioters with a blue lives matter flag, were beating cops black cops they call them all kinds of racial epithet and killed killed let me remind you killed a white cop where are the blue lives matter founders denouncing the behavior of these insurgents against police officers where are they oh wait a moment because blue lives matter really doesn't mean anything Blue Lives Matter comes out whenever anybody that's non-white has a beef with the police, then you bring it out, making it look like nobody cares about police officers. But when it's white people, I guess, killing white police officers, suddenly it's not important. Why aren't we going after no one? Where are the cops all over the country who get so incensed When a police officer is killed, they will do everything in their power to find the the, the murderer. But you don't hear that much about it on TV. You don't hear the police departments all over the country upset. Why is that? Because so many of them participated in that. So Blue Lives Matter to me has absolutely no credibility, absolutely left at
0: all. All lives matter. We all share this planet. We all have the greatest country that we can live in, survive in, and grow in. We have to respect each other, and we have to respect the rules that are there. That's why I use traffic lights at the beginning of my title for this show.
1: So I want to talk about, uh, I always do a compare and comparison between Obama's economy and Trump's economy. And I do it because I have. Oh, I'm sorry, Mel B. Good morning. Uh, insurrections or acts of terrorism, which are criminal. criminal. I agree with you. Um, we've got a treason clause in our constitution, constitution that is Article Three, Section Three, and Article Three, Section One Hundred and Ten. But when you read that and you read the Supreme Court cases that were brought under those articles, our own Supreme Court said. Mr. Aaron Burr, who did what Trump did, by the way, Aaron Burr was not guilty of trying to overthrow our government. When Mr. Kramer, who helped in the 1940s, the Germans to come in, they actually came into the US ready to blow up major buildings. And when they were arrested and tried for treason, the Supreme Court said, well, um, you know, you have to prove that they, They were conscious and had intent. Well, how much intent do you need when you have guns, you have explosives, you have maps, you have this, you have that? So we have certain laws, and I hope that they use 18 U.S.C. 2383 and 2384 and the 14th Amendment to bury these guys, bury them and keep them in prison. And to show you how cowardly all of them are, you have the uh, fire guy, the fireman, I think he lives in Philadelphia, crying his ass off when they arrested him. Why are you crying? You're so big and bad. You went to the Capitol. You you, you threw a, 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 a fire extinguisher at cops. You shouldn't be crying. So who wants a wimp like that? Why are you leading anything if you can't even take your, your, your beatings or, or whatever when it comes back to you?
0: And his lawyer has said Trump should pardon him because he was only doing what Trump asked him to do.
1: So, in other words, Think about that. In other words, these adults are really two-year-olds who don't think and don't understand anything, and we should feel sorry for them. Hell no. But you watch and see that this corrupt piece of crap president is probably going to uh, uh, pardon all these assholes. But I'm hoping that we will go after them because pardons can be reversed, and they should be. So let's talk about the economy. We don't have a lot of times, and I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna cover everything. When Obama took office, the economy was in a slump, thanks to George W. Bush, who buried it. He had to fix it and make it better for all of us. And if you recall, the Republican Party wanted to do nothing for us. They didn't wanna give us extra money for unemployment, They did not want to save our auto industry. So auto workers, union workers, I have no clue why you voted for Trump. Because if it wasn't for Obama, you would not have had a job at all. But be that as it may, this is what you did. And here we are. But he had to fix stuff. Trump had to fix nothing. But he certainly screwed it up. Immediately, nothing works. What does he mean? He made tons of money. The economy was going well. The stock market was already high before he got here. Unemployment was 3%. So he comes in and suddenly everything is bad bad. So the economic growth, when you look at these charts, you would see the unemployment rate has been great. 2014 and 2015 were the best years of job gains in this country. Trump has added at his peak, a lousy 193,000 in 2018, Obama, $225,000. I mean, 225,000 jobs per month, trying to fix what these people broke. So he talks about the black unemployment rate, that he's better for blacks and all this other nonsense. Middle-class income did go up in 1999 until 2018, based on the U.S. Census Bureau, but it wasn't because of uh, Trump by himself. I have no clue why he keeps talking about it. Same thing with the stock market, food stamps. They started calling Obama the food stamp president, all because he tried to help all the people who were sleeping in cars with their children, who had lost their jobs, lost their homes, lost their apartments, Imagine that, that you have a problem feeding someone who has paid their taxes, who tried to make it work. Don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people out here that haven't done anything for this country, including the president. He doesn't pay taxes, but you have no problems giving him millions of your money. So why do you have a problem with a person who really needs to have a meal to eat? So I just want to remind people, we will post the link, go and read read for yourselves we have a trade deficit what this man has done has given us trillions in 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 a problem with our budget trillions Obama left a a situation of 500 billion dollars of debt and Trump is leaving us with trillions so who's the better president where did the money go a trillion went for tax cuts for all these wealthy companies and all his wealthy friends. Uh, everybody had to be given whatever. So this is where we're at. I also want to talk, I got two more items that I want to talk about again. Um, I just keep bringing up the faces of these people, Ted Cruz, quicker. Uh, Mr. Hawley. Again, look at these guys, traders. These are the people who probably did the tours the day before or gave their supporters maps to how to get into the Capitol, hang and kill people. Gotta be careful, people. Ted Cruz, Republican from Texas. Josh Hawley from Montana. Really scary. Very scary. Rand Paul, another one from Kentucky. I mean, what's wrong with these guys? What's wrong with the people that vote for them? That's what I want to know. So... Oh, we have some breaking news. Prosecutors are seeking to modify the bond agreement of Kyle Rittenhouse, the teen charged with killing two people during the protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after they said he flashed white power sign and was a loudly serenaded part of the Proud Boys anthem. So he's in jail on a $2 million bond. And mostly the money was raised by conservatives through a legal defense fund. And some, I would say, um, people in the uh, acting world are also funding this. The condition of Rittenhouse's bond currently does not restrict him from entering a bar, drinking alcohol, or making contact with white supremacist militia groups like the Proud Boys. So now I ask you, Do you not think that black lives matter, why blacks or others are upset? White privilege, each and every time, you can murder somebody, two people, and you can walk around freely like it's nothing. But if you're a black kid smoking pot or something, you go to jail for 25 years. I think white people in this country better start thinking because I'm gonna tell you something, People are not gonna continue staying quiet. This is not about fixing anything in America anymore. Either you start recognizing that there's something wrong here, that the judges, the attorneys, the district attorneys, the federal attorneys, the prosecutors, all of them, all up the rank, are corrupted. So I also wanna talk about um. Quickly the, the, Repo- the Republican ploy—the 54 cases invoking Trump in connection with threats and alleged violence—we've got people in Kansas, we've got people in Philadelphia, we've got cops, we've got fire uh, chiefs, we've got <laughs> attorneys, doctors, we got teachers. It's scary. If if you're a person of color and you've got these teachers in your school, you don't want them teaching your children. They are murderers and they're racist and you cannot trust them anymore. Be careful. I'm sorry, I have to say it cuz I support education but not when you see this kind of nonsense happening and most of these people haven't lost their jobs yet. And I do want to talk about our sponsor. Um we're going to go to a commercial. Maxit Services, Inc. is one of our sponsors. Six Sigma Consulting starts here. Maxit Services works with governmental officials and architects to ensure that your projects permitting, planning, and financing are correctly submitted so that your project comes in on time and in budget. So take it to the max. Maxit Services, Inc. Your construction project needs are 866-346-3078.
0: Again, please follow us, A-E, the word equals, M-C, the word squared, on Facebook, on uh, uh, Instagram and Spotify or any place. Again, if you have to email me, it's A-E, the word equals, and M-C, and S-Q at gmail.com. I'm out there. You can find me. Uh, I'm not hiding from anybody, and we're going to get into more things that we all should understand and utilize not to fight other people to better what we have and don't worry when they talk about a $15 minimum wage. It's not going to destroy our world. I will explain how it is almost meaningless but has a purpose. So look, I want you all to be diligent, to watch out. There are a lot of people who are very pissed off and they think they're going to do it by bombing something or shooting somebody. The world, Trump has lit a fire. He spent the last three, four years on Twitter and on that because he had these multi-million audiences that didn't talk back. So he did rallies, in effect, on Twitter. We have to rally as a nation to take back our country by exercising the freedoms that we have and honoring everybody else's freedom to exercise it properly. I want you all to stay well. I want you all to stay alert. And as my alter ego said, 150-plus million voted this year. It was a record. But there's easily another 75 to 100 million that qualified a vote that still didn't get off their ass. We should have everybody vote every year. Then we'll know whoever's elected was elected for all of us. So again, we've had people ask us. So we came up with the simple thing of hats. One is just the cute AE equals MC squared. They come in different colors. The other one we put my famous MIH. I looked for a simple slogan when I started. Make it happen. That doesn't mean knock people over. That doesn't mean ruin people's lives. It just means put your nose to the grindstone and work for what we need. And it still has my cute little AE equals MC squared. For whatever it's worth, they work well when it's raining. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We have a lot to look forward to. Let's help Joe Biden put our country back together. You're going to be amazed when you hear what they find when they get in the federal offices.